Ah, yes. Happy Friday and welcome to MLB Morning Coffee, a double deuce edition because we're going to be doing the full recaps from each of the last two days. We did not have an episode that came out yesterday, so we want to do Wednesday's games and Thursday's games today. Welcome into the Ocean Avenue Studios. I'm your host, Greg Moraz. Thank you so much for putting up with me during what has been a very frantic time. I am working to get back on a normal schedule. I know I keep promising it, but just trust me in terms of saying that I'm doing the best that I can. Write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe. It helps out our metrics tremendously. Also, make sure that you tell your friends about the show. So, before we get into my main topic of the opening segment, want to let you know that we're going to do Wednesday's recaps first and Thursday's recaps second. So, go to the notes in the podcast description if you want to scrub ahead to Thursday's games or any specific game that happened on Thursday. Got it? Good. Not much in terms of hot-button issues, but we do have to highlight the death of an icon. Tom Seaver died on Wednesday at the age of 75. Seaver passed away peacefully at his home in Calistoga, California. A Dodgers draft pick in 1965, he was then redrafted by the Braves in the first round of the 66 draft. He came up with the Mets. He made the all-star team in each of his first seven seasons. Seaver was, get this, a 12-time all-star, a three-time Cy Young Award winner, a three-time ERA title winner. He won the 1967 Rookie of the Year Award, and he was the winner of the 1969 World Series. So, This is a guy that is a legend in every sense of the word. 311 career wins over 20 seasons, a career ERA of 2.86. He won at least 20 games five different times in his career. So rest in peace to Tom Seaver. I wish that I could say more about him. I never saw him pitch. But, I mean, the guy won three Cy Young Awards, including in 1969, the year that the Mets won the World Series. He also won in 73 and 75. He was the ERA champ in 70, 71, and 73. He went 20-10 and 10 in 1971, and in 286 and a third innings, he had a 176 ERA. And just to show you how pitching is so different nowadays... Here are Tom Seaver's innings totals his first 10 years. 251, 278, 273, 290, 286, 262, 290, 236, 280, 271, 261. And in 1977, he had 261 and a third innings combined between the Mets and the Reds. Tom Seaver, his first year pitching below 200 innings was 1980. He didn't pitch below 200 innings his first 13 years in the big leagues. And you wonder why people cry about, oh, pitchers aren't tough nowadays. They weren't trained to be a 95 pitching outing or less guy. They were trained to go for the gusto. And even in his last season, 1986, when he split time between the White Sox and the Red Sox, He still had 176 innings. Heck, his penultimate and his third to last year, both with the White Sox in 84 and 85, he had 236 and 238 innings. This dude was a horse. So on that note, 
Rest in peace, Tom Seaver. We'll start with recaps of Wednesday's ball games, and we'll start off with the day game, which was the Giants and the Rockies. This should get it done. Deep left field going back is Dickerson. It's over his head. It's out of the ballpark. Opposite field, two-run home run, Sam Hilliard. And the Rockies lead it 9-6. to six. That home run, part of a five-run seventh inning. The Rockies come back and beat the Giants 9-6 to six at Coors Field. Colorado 18-19, San Francisco 18-20. Michael Givens gets the win. He is 1-1. One one. He pitches a scoreless inning out of the Colorado bullpen. Sam Coonrod takes the loss. He is 0-1. He allows three runs on two hits, one walk. He does not record an out. The save goes to Daniel Bard, his fourth, as he pitches a scoreless inning, no hits, no walks, and two strikeouts. Giants got four runs in the top of the first inning, a Mike Yastrzemski homer, his eighth, an Alex Dickerson single, a Joey Bart single, and a Daniel Robertson single. Rockies get on the board, bottom of the second inning, on a Garrett Hampson homer, his fifth, to make it 4-1. to one. Giants extend the lead to 5-1 thanks to a Yastrzemski RBI single. And then in the top of the fourth inning, Robertson draws a bases-loaded walk to make it 6-1. to one. Then the comeback begins. Bottom five, Trevor Story with an RBI double to make it 6-2. to two. Then bottom six, Sam Hilliard with an RBI single and Josh Fuentes with an RBI ground out to make it a 6-4 ball game. Then bottom seven is where the gates open. Charlie Blackman with an RBI double to make it a one-run ball game. Then Kevin Pillar with a two-RBI single, or rather a two-RBI triple, I should say. 7-6, and then Sam Hilliard, his fifth homer, a two-run shot, 9-6, the final score. For Colorado, Pillar, Garrett Hampson, Hilliard, and Fuentes each had two hits. Trevor Story went three for four in the ball game. Hilliard with three RBI, Pilar with two for the Rockies. For San Francisco, Mike Yastrzemski goes three for five with two RBI and a run scored. Evan Longoria, two for five with a run scored. Wilmer Flores had two hits, and Daniel Robertson had two hits and two RBI. He went two for three. We'll head now to Baltimore for the Mets and the Orioles. Brandon Hyde said before the game that the reins were off means. And Alonzo cranks one deep left field down the line. That ball is out of here. That ball just stayed fair down the line. And Pete Alonzo hits his seventh home run of the year. And the Mets now lead it 4-2. to two. Mets over the Orioles 9-4 to four at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. New York is 16-21. Baltimore 16-20. David Peterson the win. He is 4-1. He goes four scoreless innings out of the bullpen in relief of Michael Waka. Two hits, two walks, and one strikeout. John Means the loss. He is 0-3. Four runs on eight hits in five and a third innings of work for him. One walk and one strikeout. New York scored two in the top of the first inning thanks to a Michael Conforto two-run homer, his sixth of the year. Baltimore ties it, bottom of the second, thanks to a Ryan Mountcastle single and a bases-loaded hit-by-pitch of Cedric Mullins. Top five, Conforto breaks the tie with an RBI double, and in the top of the sixth inning, Pete Alonso hits his seventh homer of the year to make it 4-2 New York. Mets added a single run in the seventh inning thanks to a Conforto double, and then top of the eighth inning, Mets bust out for four thanks to a Jake Marisnik RBI single and a Jeff McNeil RBI double. Mets got two more runs thanks to a passed ball and a Michael Conforto single. 
Orioles scored two in the bottom of the ninth inning. It was insignificant, though. The big bopper, Michael Conforto, he goes four for five with five RBI. J.D. Davis, two for three with a run scored. Also of note, Wilson Ramos, a two for five performance. Jake Marisnik, a two for four performance with a walk, an RBI, and a run scored. Baltimore had multi-hit games from Jose Iglesias, Ryan Mountcastle, and Pat Vileka. They each had two hits. On to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick famously said, for the Reds and the Cardinals. The 0-2 into right center field. Here comes Akiyama, rounding third. Throw to the plate and walk it off Joey Votto. Walk-off single by Joey Votto gives the Reds a 4-3 win over the Cardinals. Cincinnati is 16-21. St. Louis is 14-14. Rysel Iglesias the win. He is 2-2. An inning and a third of scoreless work out of the Cincinnati bullpen. One hit, two walks, and two strikeouts. The loss goes to Giovanni Gallegos for St. Louis. He is 1-1. One run on one hit in a third of an inning. Two walks and no strikeouts. Cardinals took the lead in the top of the second inning thanks to a Brad Miller homer, his fifth. Shogo Akiyama then tied the game in the bottom of the second inning to make it 1-1. Top five, Cardinals take the lead thanks to a Yadier Molina homer, his second, and a Colton Wong RBI double. Bottom five, Tucker Barnhart with a two-run homer to make it 3-3, and then it remained that until Vado's single in the bottom of the ninth. Cardinals are 14 and 14, Reds are 16 and 21. Highlights for Cincinnati in the game, they had just four hits, nobody with multiple hits. Mike Mustakas had two walks, Tucker Barnhart had two RBI, he went one for two. Joey Votto one for five, the other RBI came from Shogo Akiyama as he goes one for two with two runs scored an RBI and a walk. For St. Louis, Brad Miller was the only Cardinal with multiple hits as he went two for three. Next, we go to Miami for the Blue Jays and the Marlins. And now a fly ball to left center field, and this ball is well hit, and it's gone. Guriel hits one out, his fifth of the season, and the Blue Jays have taken the lead. Blue Jays edge the Marlins 2-1 at Marlins Park. Toronto is 19-16. Miami is 16-16. Hinjin Ryu with the win. He is 3-1. The lefty goes six innings of one-run baseball, five hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts. Sixto Sanchez with the loss. He is one and one. Seven innings of two-run baseball, six hits allowed, no walks, and five strikeouts. Anthony Bass picks up the save, his fourth of the year. Every run in this ball game was scored in the fifth inning. Blue Jays scored two in the top of the fifth, thanks to a Lourdes Guriel two-run homer, his fifth of the year. Bottom five, Garrett Cooper with an RBI single to bring home John Birdie. That was the only run of the game for Miami. For Toronto, Jonathan VR playing against his former team, the Marlins, had a two-for-four performance. Lord Guriel also went two-for-four, or rather two-for-three, with two RBI and a run scored. Newly acquired Marlins Starling Marte goes two-for-four in the ball game. Brian Anderson also goes two-for-three. Those were the only two players with multiple hits for Miami. We go now to Pittsburgh for the Cubs and the Pirates. They're famous for their iced tea. Infield in. Baez high and deep to left, and it will go! 3-1. to one. 
Cubs over the Pirates, 8-2 at PNC Park. Chicago, 22-14. Pittsburgh, 10-24. Kyle Hendricks, the winner. He is 4-4. Six innings of one-run baseball, six hits allowed, two walks and six strikeouts. Joe Musgrove takes the loss. He is 0-4. Two runs on three hits over three innings, no walks, and four strikeouts. Pittsburgh got the first run of the ball game in the bottom of the second inning thanks to Colin Moran's seventh homer of the year. Cubs take a 3-1 lead top four thanks to a three-run homer by Javi Baez, his sixth of the year. They extend the lead to 5-1 top of the seventh inning on an Anthony Rizzo two-RBI single. Anthony Alford hits his second homer of the year to make it 5-2 in the bottom of the seventh inning as the Pirates get to within three, but the Cubs score three in the top of the eighth inning thanks to a two-RBI double from Wilson Contreras and an Anthony Rizzo reach on a fielding error. For the Cubs in the ballgame, they had 10 hits. Top of the lineup had seven of the 10 hits for the Cubs. Ian Happ, two for five with a run scored. Wilson Contreras, three for five with an RBI and three runs scored. Anthony Rizzo, two for five with two RBI and a run scored. Javier Baez goes one for three with three RBI and a run scored. For the Pirates, Gregory Polanco goes two for four. Anthony Alford goes two for four. Next, we go to Philly for the Phillies and the Nationals. Served out to left field. Going back on it is Soto. Back toward the wall. It is gone. It carries right on out of the ballpark. Solo home run for Jay Bruce. His third against Max Scherzer. And it's 3-0 Bills. A shutout performance for Zach Wheeler and the Phillies. They blank the Nationals 3-0. Washington is 12-22. Really a poor season for the defending World Series champs. Phillies are 17-15. Winning pitcher is Zach Wheeler. He is 4-0. Six and two-thirds of shutout baseball. Three hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. Max Scherzer the loss. He is 3-2. He allows three runs on seven hits in six innings, three walks, and six strikeouts. Brandon Workman with his eighth save. He allows no runs on one hit, one walk, and one strikeout in one inning of work. So the Phillies scored two of their runs in the bottom of the fourth inning thanks to a Neil Walker two-RBI single, and then Jay Bruce hits his sixth homer of the year to make it 3-0 in the bottom of the sixth inning. Phillies had seven hits in the ball game. Only player with multiple hits was Neil Walker. He goes three for three with two RBI. Jay Bruce, one for four with an RBI and a run scored on his solo homer. Nationals had just three hits. They came from Kurt Suzuki, Asdrubal Cabrera, Luis Garcia, and Victor Robles. Pardon me, that's four. I can't do math. Now we go to New York for a critical game between the Rays and the Yankees. He lifts this one back into right center field, and that ball's going to get out of here. Into the bullpen, Mike Brasso hits his second home run of the night, number five on the year. And the Rays make it five to nothing. A big first inning for Tampa Bay propels them to a 5-2 win over the Yankees. Tampa leads the AL East at 26-12. Yankees in second place at 20-15. John Curtis, the winner, he is 2-0. Curtis goes in relief of Charlie Morton. Two and a third innings out of the bullpen. Two hits allowed, one walk and three strikeouts. 
Jordan Montgomery takes the loss. He does not get out of the first inning. Two-thirds of an inning, four runs on five hits, one walk, and two strikeouts. No save in the ball game was recorded, despite the fact that the Rays had a three-run advantage. Rays got on the board thanks to a pair of homers in the first inning. Randy Arozarena, his first homer, a two-run shot to make it 2 to nothing, and then a two-run homer from Mike Brasso to make it 4 nothing. Brasso hit his second homer of the game, his fifth of the year, to make it 5 nothing in the top of the fourth inning. Yankees got a homer from Clint Frazier, his fourth, to make it 5-1, to and then their last run came in the bottom of the ninth inning on a D.J. LeMahieu RBI single. Rays had eight hits in the ball game. The big star was Mike Brasso as he goes two for five with three RBI and two runs scored. Randy Arozarena goes one for three with two RBI and a run scored. Also for Tampa, Willie Adamas goes two for four. For the Yankees, the only player with multiple hits was Gio Rochella. He goes two for four. On to Boston for the Braves and the Red Sox. Graphics from StatCast. As another high fly ball wallop towards center, Bradley goes to the wall. It's gone. Duval has a three-run home, three-run night. Another home run for Duval. Two two-run homers. Now a solo shot, and Marcelo Zuna saying, "Anything you can do, I can do better." Wow, seven-five. Braves score late. They beat Boston 7-5. Atlanta 22-14. Boston 12-25. Tyler Matzik with the win. He is 3-2. The Atlanta reliever goes an inning and a third out of their bullpen. No hits, one walk, and three strikeouts. Andrew Triggs takes the loss. He is 0-2. Three runs on three hits over three innings. No walks and three strikeouts. The save to Mark Melanson, his eighth of the year. Red Sox took the early lead with three runs in the bottom of the first inning thanks to a Rafael Devers RBI double, a J.D. Martinez RBI double, and a Michael Chavis sack fly. Top second, Braves tied the game at three thanks to a two-run homer from Adam Duvall, his sixth, and a Marcel Ozuna RBI single. Bottom four, Jackie Bradley gives the Red Sox the lead back with a solo homer, his third of the year, and J.D. Martinez extends the lead to 5-3 with an RBI single in the bottom of the fifth inning. Duvall ties the game with his second homer of the game in the top of the sixth inning, a two-run shot, his seventh of the year. Braves take the lead in the top of the seventh inning thanks to a Marcel Ozuna homer, his twelfth of the year, and Adam Duvall hits his third homer of the game in the top of the eighth inning to make it 7-5 Atlanta. Obviously, Adam Duvall, the star of the show, as he goes three for four with five RBI, three runs scored, three homers. Marcelo Zuna, two for four with two RBI and a run scored. Freddie Freeman goes two for five. For Boston, Alex Verdugo with two hits. He had two runs scored. J.D. Martinez, two for four with two RBI as well. On to Milwaukee for the Brewers and the Tigers. High drive, deep right center. Peterson with the insurance shot of the night. A two-run blast to give the Brewers a three-run advantage. A pair of runs late for Milwaukee. They edged Detroit 8-5. Brewers 17-19. Tigers at 17-17. Eric Yardley with the win. He is 2-0. He goes two scoreless innings out of the bullpen for Milwaukee. No hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. Joe Jimenez takes the loss. He is 1-2. 
He allows a run in two-thirds of an inning. One walk and one strikeout for him. The save goes to Josh Hader. A scoreless ninth inning for him with one strikeout. Tigers take the lead with a three-run top of the first inning thanks to a Willie Castro RBI single and a Jorge Bonifacio two-RBI ground rule double. Lead gets extended to four thanks to a Christian Stewart RBI single in the top of the third inning. Brewers get on the board bottom of the third on Keston Hiura's ninth homer of the year, a three-run shot to make it 4-3. to three. Tigers extend the lead top five on a Willie Castro RBI single. Bottom five, Brewers tie it on a two-RBI single from Omar Narvaez to make it 5-5. Five, five. Bottom seven, Eric Sogard with a sacrifice fly, 6-5 Brewers at the time, and Jace Peterson hits his first homer, a two-run shot, to make it 8-5 Milwaukee. That was the final. Despite scoring eight runs, the Brewers had just six hits in the ball game. They drew 10 walks. Christian Yelich goes 0-for-1 with four walks and three runs scored. Keston Hero 1-for-5 with three RBI. Justin Smoke 0-for-3, but he had two walks and two runs scored. Luis Urias goes 2-for-4 in the ball game. He was the only Brewer with multiple hits. For Detroit, Willie Castro goes 3-for-4 with two RBI. On to Kansas City for the Indians and the Royals. First and third, one out, and Tyler Naquin drives one at eight right field. Back is Dozier, it's over his there head, go. and gone, a home run! Tyler Naquin, second home run of the night, and that is a knockout punch in the ninth. All of Cleveland's offense comes on a pair of Tyler Naquin homers, a two-run shot in the second inning, and a three-run blast in the ninth. He has four homers on the year. Indians shut out the Royals 5 to nothing at Kauffman Stadium, holding Kansas City to just three hits. Tristan McKenzie gets his second win in as many starts. He is 2-0, six shutout innings, three hits allowed, no walks and six strikeouts. Jake Junis takes the loss for the Royals. He is 0-1, two runs on four hits over four innings, no walks and one strikeout. Indians 23 and 14, Royals 14 and 23. Francisco Lindor and Franmil Reyes each had three hits. Reyes with two runs scored, Lindor with one run scored. Tyler Naquin, the star of the show, three for four with five RBI and two runs scored. We move next to Houston for the Astros and the Rangers. Under such great control. That ball's hit deep to right field. Joey Gallo back, looking up. Gone! Michael Brantley, a two-run home run. Puts the Astros on the board. Brantley with home runs in back-to-back games. It's 2-0. Houston scores two runs in the bottom of the first inning thanks to a two-run homer from Michael Brantley, his third of the year, and that is all Houston needed. They edged Texas 2-1 at Minute Maid Park. The only run of the game for Texas was a solo homer from Isaiah Kiner-Falefa in the top of the fourth inning. Christian Javier picked up the win. He is 4-1. and one. He goes six and two-thirds innings of one-run baseball, two hits, two walks, and three strikeouts. Colby Allard, the tough luck loser, he is 0-4. Two runs on two hits over seven innings, two walks, and four strikeouts. Ryan Presley with the save, his seventh. He pitches a perfect ninth inning with two strikeouts. Each team had only three hits, single hits for Jose Altuve, Michael Brantley, and Josh Reddick, Brantley with the two RBI. For Texas, it was Kiner Falefa, 
Joey Gallo, and Ronald Guzman. Astros are 20 and 15. Rangers are 13 and 22. Let's go to Minnesota now for the Twins and the White Sox. He made contact like that, and it's going to go a long way. Off the facing of the second deck. Well, you know, my last game, I might as well make a call. <laughs> Home run number eight on the year for the big guy. The Bomba squad is back to normal. They beat up on the White Sox 8-1 at Target Field. The winner, Jose Barrios, he is 3-3. Three three. The loser, Reynaldo Lopez, he is 0-2. Barrios goes six innings of three-hit baseball, just one run allowed, two walks and eight strikeouts. Reynaldo Lopez lasts just an inning and two-thirds, three runs, one earned on four hits, two walks and two strikeouts. Homers in the game for Minnesota, Jake Cave his second, Eddie Rosario his eighth, Miguel Sano his eighth. Big performances from the Twins, two hits for Josh Donaldson, he goes two for five with two RBI, Miguel Sano two for five with one RBI, Jake Cave goes two for four with two RBI and a run scored. White Sox had just four hits in the ball game. Chicago is 22-15, Minnesota is 22-16, so they are just a half game back of Chicago for second place. White Sox trail the Indians by a full game for first place. We go now to Los Angeles for the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Two on pitch. That is going to do it. The Dodgers do just enough tonight to win it 3-2 in 10 innings. Shut out through eight. Betts ties it with a home run in the ninth, and Will Smith wins it here in the bottom of the 10th inning, 3-2. Will Smith with the walk-off. The Dodgers improve to a league-best 28-10 as they beat the Diamondbacks 3-2 in 10 innings. Arizona now 14-23. Kenley Jansen, the winner out of the bullpen for L.A. He is 2-0. Jansen allows one unearned run in one inning of work, no hits, Two walks and one strikeout. Junior Guerra takes the loss. He also gets the blown save. He is one and one. Two runs on one hit in a third of an inning. No walks and no strikeouts. This was a very well-pitched game by both starters. Walker Bueller, five shutout for L.A., two hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Zach Gallen, seven shutout, one hit, two walks, and seven strikeouts. This was a scoreless ball game until the top of the sixth inning when Christian Walker hit his fifth homer of the year for Arizona. Bottom nine, Mookie Betts ties the game at one with his 12th homer of the year. Top ten, Christian Walker walks with the bases loaded to make it a 2-1 ball game. But in the bottom of the tenth inning, Chris Taylor with a suicide squeeze bunt to tie the game, and then Taylor goes to second on a throwing error by pitcher Junior Guerra, and then Will Smith with the walk-off RBI single. Five hits in the game for Arizona, just four for Los Angeles. Mookie Betts had two of them as he went two for four with an RBI and a run scored. David Peralta goes two for five for Arizona. He was the only Diamondback with multiple hits in the game. Final game from Wednesday, let's go to Anaheim for the Padres and the Angels. Been aboard three times. A walk was hit by a pitch and singled earlier in this inning. Now he drives this one to deep right center field. Back goes Trout looking up, and Hosmer leaves the building. It is a three-run home run for Eric Hosmer, and the Padres take an 11-3 lead. Eric Hosmer with his eighth home run of the year, and the Padres put together an amazing eighth inning in Anaheim.
Crazy eights, they call them. Eight runs in the top of the eighth inning to break a 3-3 tie. Padres crush Anaheim 11-4. San Diego 23-15. Angels 12-25. The winner out of the bullpen for San Diego, Tim Hill. He is 2-0. He goes two-thirds of an inning of scoreless relief. On for Dinelson LeMay, the loss goes to Ty Buttry. He is 1-2, three runs on three hits in two-thirds of an inning, no walks and one strikeout, no save in the ballgame. Let's just recap for you how the eighth inning went. It's a 3-3 game. Jason Castro with a two-RBI double to make it 5-3. Fernando Tatis Jr. with a bases-loaded walk. Then Manny Machado with a two-RBI single. And Eric Hosmer with a three-run homer. That's how you get to 11-3. Other homers in the ballgame, Mike Trout hit his 13th, and Jerickson Profar hit his 6th. Looking at the box score in this ball game, two hits for Manny Machado with 2 RBI. He goes 2 for 5. Eric Hosmer, 2 for 3 with 3 RBI and 3 runs scored. Mitch Moreland goes 2 for 5. Jerickson Profar, 2 for 3 with 3 RBI and a run scored. Jason Castro, 1 for 5 with 2 RBI. For the Angels, multi-hit games for Andrelton Simmons, who goes 2 for 4 with an RBI. Mike Trout, 2 for 4 with 2 RBI and a run scored. That is it for Wednesday's ball games. Let's move on now to Thursday. We'll start in Pittsburgh with the Cubs and the Pirates. Everybody that hits with them about... If it's a homer. It. If it's he a homer. <laughs> Jacob Stallings called it, everybody. Oh, nice. Dad with a three-run homer. Pirates best the Cubs six to two at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. Chicago twenty-two and fifteen. Pittsburgh eleven and twenty-four. JT Brubaker the win. Brubaker is one and zero on the season. Two runs, one earned on seven hits over five innings. One walk and five strikeouts. Alec Mills takes the loss. He is three and three. Four runs on seven hits over five innings, one walk, and two strikeouts. Cubs got single runs in the second and the third innings thanks to a Victor Caratini RBI single and Chris Bryant reaching on a throwing error. Four runs for Pittsburgh, bottom of the third inning, on an Eric Gonzalez sacrifice fly and a Brian Reynolds three-run homer, his third of the year. Cole Tucker extended the lead to 6-2 in the bottom of the sixth inning with a two-RBI single. Ten hits apiece for each club in the ball game. Tucker goes two for five with two RBI and a run scored for Pittsburgh. Gregory Polanco two for four with a run scored. Brian Reynolds two for four with three RBI, all of them coming on his home run. For the Cubs, two hit ball games for Kyle Schwarber, Victor Caratini, and Jason Kipnis. On to Houston for the Rangers and the Astros. This one's sent to right field, pretty well hit, but Joey Gallo goes back, he'll look up, this ball's gone! Martin Maldonado, opposite field home run! He told Dusty Baker he doesn't like to hit the opposite way. Houston jumps out to an early lead, they do not look back, they beat the Rangers 8-4, Houston 21-15, Texas 13-23. Zach Greinke, the win, he is 3-0. He allows three runs on six hits over six innings, one walk and nine strikeouts. Lance Lynn takes his second straight loss. He is 4-2, six runs on eight hits over six innings, two walks and seven strikeouts. Astros get four runs in the bottom of the first inning thanks to a Michael Brantley RBI single 
and an Aledmis Diaz three-run homer, his first of the year. Rangers get a run on a Jose Trevino RBI double in the second inning and another run on an Elvis Andrews RBI single in the fourth, 4-2 at the time. Bottom five, Kyle Tucker with an RBI single to make it 5-2 Houston. Then the Astros give up a run to the Rangers in the top of the sixth inning thanks to a Jose Trevino ground out. Martin Maldonado hits a home run in the bottom of the sixth, his fourth, to make it 6-3. Sinsu Chu hits a home run top eight to make it a two-run ball game, his fourth homer of the year, 6-4 Houston, but Michael Brantley with a two-RBI double, bottom eight, 8-4 eight, Houston, the final. For the Astros, they had 12 hits in the ball game. Michael Brantley, three for five with three RBI and a run scored. Aledmis Diaz goes one for four with three RBI and a run scored. George Springer, two for four with two runs scored. For the Rangers, Nick Solak, three for four with three runs scored. Jose Trevino, two for four with two runs batted in. Next, we go to Philly for an extra inning battle between the Phillies and the Nationals. Man right here swinging a pretty good bat, too. Holmes three for four today with the bases loaded. He hits it high in the air to center field. Real Muto will tag. Robles is under it. It's not deep. Robles makes the catch. Renuto's going home. Robles is thrown to the plate. Not in time! The Phillies win it on a sacrifice fly by the rookie Alec Baum. They win it 6-5 to five here in the bottom of the 10th inning. A walk-off sack fly. Alec Bohm with the walk-off sack fly. The Phillies over the Nationals, 6-5 in 10 innings. Philadelphia is 18-15. Washington is 12-23. Blake Parker, the winner, he is 3-0. Parker goes an inning out of the Philly bullpen. No hits, two walks, two strikeouts. Sean Doolittle, the loss, he is 0-2. He allows one unearned run in two-thirds of an inning. Two walks and no strikeouts. It was a 5-4 Nationals lead going into the bottom of the eighth inning. Philly tied the game thanks to an Andrew McCutcheon ground out. Alec Bohm unties it with a sack fly in the bottom of the tenth inning. Homers in the game. Reese Hoskins hit his seventh for Philly. Michael Taylor his fourth for Washington. Both of those were solo shots. Good performances from Philly come courtesy of Didi Gregorius, who went two for three with an RBI, a walk, and a run scored. JT Realmuto, who goes one for five with three runs scored. Alec Bohm goes three for four with the game-winning RBI on the sack fly. And Andrew Knapp goes two for three as the Phillies catcher. For Washington, a 3-for-5 performance from Trey Turner with 3 RBI and a run scored. Juan Soto, 2-for-3 with 2 walks and an RBI. Luis Garcia goes 3-for-4 with 2 runs scored. Our next stop is a makeup game of a COVID-suspended game. It's the Mets and the Yankees at Citi Field, and this also took extras to finish. That's driven deep down the left field line toward the stand. Pete Alonso with a walk-off two-run homer. Mets over the Yankees, 9-7 in 10 innings. This was quite a comeback for the Mets. They are 17-21. Yankees are 20-16. And, 
Edwin Diaz with the win. He is 2-1 out of the Mets bullpen. He goes two scoreless innings, allows no hits, walks one, strikes out four. Albert Abreu takes the loss for the Yankees. He is 0-1. Abreu in this ball game did not record an out. He allows two runs, just one earned on one hit, the Alonzo Homer. That was the only batter that he faced. So how did we get to this point? Well, the Mets had themselves quite a comeback. The Yankees led by a 7-4 score going into the bottom of the eighth inning. Ahmed Rosario with a two-RBI single to cut the lead to one. Then bottom nine, J.D. Davis with a homer with two out to make it a 7-7 ball game. That was a blown save to Aroldis Chapman. And then Pete Alonzo with the two-run homer to win it in the bottom of the 10th inning. Other homers in the game, Todd Frazier, his third in his return to New York. Yankees did not have a home run in this ball game. For the Mets, they had 14 hits in the game. Yankees had eight. Jeff McNeil, a two-for-four performance with an RBI and a walk. Todd Frazier, three-for-five with an RBI and three runs scored for the Mets. Ahmed Rosario, three-for-four with three RBI and a run scored. Jake Marisnik, two-for-four with an RBI and a run scored. Pete Alonzo, one-for-five with his two-run homer. For the Yankees, the only player with multiple hits was Gio Urshela. He goes two for three with an RBI, two walks, and a run scored. Luke Voigt was the only Yankee with multiple RBI. He goes one for four with two RBI and two walks. Now down to Anaheim for the Angels and the Padres. Upton lines with a center field, 2-0 Angels. A two-hit game for Upton. Hang a breaking ball. Barn burner in Anaheim. Angels beat the Padres two to nothing. Anaheim improves to 13 and 25. San Diego falls to 23 and 16. Andrew Haney with the win. He is three and two. Seven shutout innings of three hit baseball, two walks and six strikeouts. Mike Clevenger snoochy boochies in his San Diego debut allows two runs on seven hits over six innings, one walk and two strikeouts. He takes the loss. He is 1-2. and two. Angels got single runs in the third and the fourth innings. The second run of the ball game was that Justin Upton single you just heard. Andrelton Simmons had an RBI single in the bottom of the third inning. Padres had just three hits in the ball game. For Anaheim, they had nine. Simmons goes two for four with an RBI. Anthony Rendon two for four with a run scored. Justin Upton two for four with an RBI as well. We will now take you to Boston for the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. And a fly ball to right field. Pretty well hit. Back and gone! Hernandez with an opposite field home run, and it is 5-2 Blue Jays. Teoscar Hernandez with a tie-breaking three-run homer in the top of the 10th inning. Blue Jays beat the Red Sox 6-2 in 10 innings. Blue Jays are 20-16. Red Sox are 12-26. Rafael Dolis gets the win. He is 2-1. Dolis out of the Blue Jay bullpen goes an inning and a third of hitless, scoreless relief, one walk and three strikeouts. The loss for Boston goes to Phillips Valdez. He is 1-1. One one. He allows four runs, three earned on two hits in one inning, three walks, and one strikeout. This was a 2-2 game going into extras. We'll tell you how it got there. 
Jackie Bradley Jr. with a solo homer in the bottom of the second, and Jackie Bradley Jr. with a bases-loaded walk in the bottom of the sixth. That made it 2 to nothing. Top seven, Joe Panic with an RBI single to cut the Boston lead in one. And then top eight, Ryan Brazier with a wild pitch that scored Kevin Vigio to tie the game. Hernandez with the three-run homer, his 13th of the year, to make it a three-run ball game. And then Lord Guriel hit his sixth homer of the year to extend the lead to four. Blue Jays had seven hits in the ball game. Red Sox had nine. For Toronto, Hernandez goes two for four with three RBI and two runs scored. Lourdes Gurriel, two for five with an RBI and a run scored. Joe Panic two for four with an RBI and a walk. Kevin Biggio goes one for three with two walks and two runs scored. J.D. Martinez, the only Red Sox with multiple hits, he went three for five. Jackie Bradley Jr. went one for four. He had two RBI, the only two of the game for Boston. Now to Kansas City for the White Sox and the Royals. And in terms of power, let me introduce you to La Pantera, Lou Bob himself, Luis Robert. Oh boy, there it is. Way out of here. Oh, staircase shot. Bring him home. There's that hanging slider on a tee. Man, Luis Robert, I don't think that audio highlight does it justice. He hit that ball at least 460 feet. It was an absolute pleasure to watch. White Sox beat the Royals 11-6. Chicago 23-15. Royals 14-24. Winning pitcher Dylan Cease, the White Sox righty, is now 5-2. Five innings of three-run baseball, two walks, one strikeout, just four hits allowed. Danny Duffy takes the loss for Kansas City. He is two and three. Six runs on seven hits over six innings, five walks, and three strikeouts. No save in the ball game. White Sox, they were down by a run early as Hunter Dozier homered for Kansas City, but they brought out the big bats in the second inning. Edwin Encarnacion a home run. Tim Anderson walked with the bases loaded. Then Danny Mendick scored on a wild pitch. Then Jose Abreu with a two-RBI double to deep left center field. And then Tim Anderson with a solo homer in the top of the fourth inning. White Sox are up 6-1 to one at that point. I should mention the previous five runs all came in the top of the second inning. For Luis Robert, that homer that he hit was a three-run shot in the top of the seventh that made it an 11-4 ball game. Encarnacion's homer was his seventh, Anderson's his seventh, Robert his 11th. Dozier's homer was his fifth and the only homer of the game for Kansas City. Tim Anderson goes three for four with two RBI and two runs scored. Jose Abreu two for five with three RBI and a run scored. Yasmani Grandal goes two for three with a run scored and two walks. Luis Robert one for four with three RBI, a walk, and two runs scored. Adam Engel goes two for four with a run scored as well. For Kansas City, Hunter Dozier goes two for five with an RBI and a run scored. Edward Oliveris goes two for five with two runs scored. Nicky Lopez two for four with three runs batted in. Our final game of the night in LA, Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Curveball for his third strikeout of the night and strikeout number 2,500 in Clayton Kershaw's career. Clayton Kershaw with 2,500 career strikeouts, the 39th player in MLB history to do so. Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks 5-1 at Dodger Stadium. 
LA is 29 and 10, Arizona 14 and 24. Clayton Kershaw with the win, he is 5 and 1. He is having a fantastic season. He has a 1-5 ERA. He went 6 shutout, allowed just one hit, walked 2, struck out 8. Luke Weaver takes the loss. He is 1 and 6. Two runs on four hits over five and a third. No walks and five strikeouts. Dodgers score two in the bottom of the first inning thanks to a Cody Bellinger ground out and a Chris Taylor RBI single. Top seven, Andy Young on an RBI ground out makes it a 2-1 ball game. But bottom seven, A.J. Pollock with a solo homer, his seventh of the year, and Mookie Betts with an RBI single, 4-1 Dodgers at the time. Bottom eight, Kike Hernandez with an RBI single of his own to extend the lead to 5-1. For the Dodgers, Corey Seager goes three for four with a run scored. Chris Taylor, two for four with an RBI and a run scored. Kike Hernandez, two for four with an RBI and a run scored as well. For Arizona, nobody had multiple hits in the ball game, just four hits overall. That is it for the recaps of the last two days. Let's take a quick look at today's ball games. Who cares? Let's check it out. Check it out! We'll start off with a doubleheader at Target Field in Minnesota. This will be a split doubleheader because one team will be the home team in each game. Tigers at the Twins. It'll get started at 1:10 Central Time. Matthew Boyd for Detroit in Game 1. Randy Dobnak for Minnesota in Game 1. No starter has been announced in Game 2. 4.05 Eastern Time in Pittsburgh, Reds at the Pirates, Luis Castillo for Cincinnati, Stephen Brault for Pittsburgh. That is also a doubleheader. Pirates and Reds will make up Game 2 just after that. Cody Ponce for Pittsburgh, Trevor Bauer for Cincinnati. 4.10 Eastern in Boston, Blue Jays and Red Sox, Tanner Roark for Toronto, Zach Godley for Boston. That is also a doubleheader. And I failed to mention Pirates and Reds, that is at PNC Park, but the Reds will be the home team for Game 2. This is at Fenway Park. The Blue Jays will be the home team for Game 2. It'll be Chris Mazza for Boston, Ross Stripling making his Toronto debut. Another doubleheader, we're going to have one in Atlanta. Nationals at the Braves, Austin Voth in Game 1. In Game 2 will be Tommy Malone, or rather Game 1, Tommy Malone for Atlanta. Game 2... It will be Will Crow for Washington, Josh Tomlin for Atlanta. Also, the 4:10 Eastern start time is also applicable to the Blue Jays and Red Sox doubleheader. The Yankees and the Orioles have a doubleheader. That'll get started at 5:05 Eastern time in Baltimore. Orioles are going to be the home team for both games. Yankees have not announced a starter for either game. It'll be Alex Cobb in Game 1, Jorge Lopez in Game 2 for Baltimore. So at this point, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 doubleheaders in the same day. Marlins are at the Rays at 6.40 Eastern Time. Pablo Lopez for Miami, Josh Fleming for Tampa Bay. Phillies at the Mets at 7.10 Eastern Time. Jake Arrieta for Philadelphia, Rick Porcello for New York. Brewers at the Indians, 7-10 Eastern Time. Corbin Burns for Milwaukee. Carlos Carrasco for Cleveland. White Sox at Kansas City. They will be starting at 7.05 Central Time. Dane Dunning for Chicago. Brady Singer for Kansas City. 
Cardinals at the Cubs, 7-15 Central. Jack Flaherty for St. Louis. You Darvish for Chicago. That should be a very good pitching matchup. Astros at Angels at 6-10 Pacific Time. Lance McCullers for Houston. Dylan Bundy for the Angels. Rangers at Mariners, 6-10 Pacific Time. Kyle Cody goes for Texas. He has no record and an ERA of zero. You say Kikuchi for Seattle, 1-2 with a 6-12 ERA. 6.40 Pacific time in Los Angeles. Rockies at the Dodgers. Antonio Senzatella, 3-1 with a 3.32 ERA for Colorado. Dustin May goes for L.A., 1-1 with a 2.83 ERA. I know I haven't given you the stats for a lot of guys. I just fell into a force of habit, and I forgot to give you the stats for a lot of the other guys. So I'll tell you what, if you've listened this far in the podcast, you can live without those stats. A's are back in action. They're back from COVID. 640 hosting the Padres. Zach Davies for San Diego. Jesus Lazardo for Oakland. Finally, Diamondbacks at the Giants. 645 Pacific time. Taylor Clark for Arizona. Tyler Anderson for San Francisco. We had a lot on today's episode of MLB Morning Coffee. Promise it'll be a little bit calmer tomorrow. Glad we're back in the swing of things. Enjoy the baseball. And as always... Black Lives Matter.